0: Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. Well, welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. Great to have you with me. Let's dive in. As you know, President Biden recently announced a student loan forgiveness plan. And he said that the plan would forgive up to $10,000 of student loans uh, for those who made less than $125,000. He announced this a few weeks ago from when I'm recording now, just as the fall was beginning to dawn, the emotional fall as I call it, people going back to school, students returning to universities, and also the political season for the midterm elections really ramping up. Now, I don't so much want to dive into Mr. Biden's political motivations. I'll speak to that a little bit. I mainly want to describe to you how it works in D.C. and make this radical statement. It's possible this plan will never actually be implemented. And that the result will be an effect upon the midterm elections, which Democrats have been trying to turn around. Only recently have they gotten themselves out of the ditch because predictions six months ago, which, which, which were that the GOP was going to absolutely destroy Democrats and probably flip the House and the Senate. Um, that is less likely now. Mr. Biden has had some political and legislative victories, and he's announcing things like this. But I want you to see behind the scenes a little bit. I want you to understand what actually goes on. I want you to understand why we need good statesmen in D.C. Now, I'm not much of a fan of Joe Biden's. Uh, you know that I try to be objective in my politics. I'm slightly right of center, not hard right, and Uh, I try to speak well of the other side when I can. I work with people on both sides of the aisle to accomplish noble purposes. Um, My firm consults with people on both sides of the aisle. We don't consult with anybody we don't agree with ideologically, but there are people on both sides of the aisle that we believe to be good and noble and who are doing good things and that hold our values, and so we're willing to work with them and advise them. Uh, Joe Biden is a consummate politician, and trust me, I'm not going to take this entire podcast to criticize him, but he is a consummate politician. He's been on the Hill for almost 50 years. Prior to that, he had a brief period as a lawyer, but his whole life has been political. And he is known in D.C. to be a politician's politician. I mean, he is a guy who knows how to play the game and play it well. Well, that's having huge impact upon our country. For example, Mr. Biden decided to rip us out of Afghanistan, despite the fact his generals were telling us, telling him that would not work, and it would be destructive, and it would cause devastation uh, in Afghanistan, and it would probably cost American lives. His generals were telling him all of that. Despite that, Mr. Biden, the consummate politician, wanted to get the U.S. out of Afghanistan uh, within 20 years of 9-11. And that was his goal. He wanted to hit that, that mark he wanted to hit that anniversary because it's how a politician thinks. He can hear it echoing in speeches. He can, he can hear himself bragging uh, that that he, that he brought the 20 years to an end kind of thing. And so he took us out of Afghanistan far before we should have been against the advice of his own defense people. Uh, and the devastation's obvious. It did cost American lives. We left hundreds of billions of material, a dollar's worth of material in country that now the Taliban is using. And now Afghanistan is more under the grip of the Taliban than ever. By the way, just to show that I'm not trying to be hyper-partisan, Mr. Trump made the same mistakes in the sense that he negotiated with the Taliban uh, as though they were the representative party of Afghanistan, strengthening their position and positioning them for the takeover that they have now affected. Both administrations screwed up and screwed up badly when it came to Afghanistan. And so I say this just to say that this is why I'm not a big fan of Joe Biden's. Um, he is a politician. He thinks in terms of these symbolic things, and clearly he did not know what he was doing in the withdrawal from Afghanistan. Well, we have much the same situation when it comes to this student loan forgiveness plan. Now, let me start broad and say that I am absolutely in favor of rescuing American students from the grip of an almost mafia-like industry of student loans. I agree 100% with my friend Dave Ramsey, who's done a fine documentary on this topic uh, and who speaks to this often. Uh, I, I understand why some people love the idea of loan forgiveness, but the issue shouldn't be just, By the way, relatively small amounts of loan forgiveness on the scale of what most students have, 10,000 is almost nothing, but it is something, I understand why some people are drawn to it. The bigger issue is that we ought to be destroying and ending this industry. It is an industry that has university admissions officials and loan officials in league with banks. There is a kind of conspiracy against students and their parents. Uh, The goal is to get them into as much debt as possible. This student debt has driven up education costs dramatically in recent decades. It is a racket. And it's not uncommon for students to leave a four-year degree with $100,000 of debt. You'll see in documentaries, again, like that done by Dave Ramsey, whom I admire very much, um, uh, where you'll you'll see interviews, for example, with a dentist who says, I'm a million and a half dollars in debt. Uh, there are students who leave a four-year degree. They're, they're a quarter million dollars in debt. And that's before they've worked a day. Uh, it's, it's a racket. It is a conspiracy against students. The whole industry needs to be brought to an end. Now, if Mr. Biden had said, I'm gonna form a team, a committee, I'm gonna put together an effort to end this insidious cancer on American education and this conspiracy against the next generation, I'll tell you what, I would have pulled strings in DC to be on that committee or to be in that effort or to help serve that cause. I believe in ending this thing. I believe it's evil. I believe it entraps the next generation. Uh, I believe it's like a mafia conspiracy uh, against the young and their parents. Okay, enough of ranting and raving. So I think this thing ought to end. So the the general assumed intention of what Mr. Biden is attempting here, um, I'm generally in favor of ending this thing. But forgiving relatively small amounts of debt is really just a political move. Uh, and Mr. Biden, the, the thing that confirms that, it's it, again, I want to show you how we think inside D.C. a little bit. The thing that confirms that is there was virtually no preparation at all before Mr. Biden announced it. He announced the student loan forgiveness program. He knew he had done no preparatory work at all. None of his agencies were prepared for it. And as a result... Uh, He might get the political bump from it. Students think, hey, he cares about us. He's trying to forgive our debt. When in fact, it's likely never to happen. Let me give you some stats uh, that are important. Uh, the Department of Education doesn't even have income data for most of the 43 million Americans who are eligible for this forgiveness. In other words, the Department of Education, which might process loans and be involved in the loan business, does not have income information for students who have graduated. So how would they know who qualifies Uh, under Mr. Biden's standard of you have to make less than $125,000. How would they know? Well, there's going to have to be some kind of certification process. This is uh, long-term. This is laborious. uh, This is information they don't have currently. So this means, what I'm saying now means, uh, that 35 million people and this includes, by the way, all Pell Grant recipients, will have to attest that they make less than $125,000 per year uh, and then apply for relief. There's a two-step process. Well, no one's ready for this. And some of the standard websites that should have been prepared beforehand by the Biden administration before this announcement was made, studentaid.gov, for example, is one of them. uh, They almost crashed after this announcement was made. The assumption was the students could go to sites such as this, get their information uh, about what this new plan would be. There had been no prep. This was a political move on the part of Joe Biden trying to address a serious problem Yes, but not in a serious way. The Department of Education hasn't released the website yet where people can apply for loan forgiveness by attesting that they meet the income requirements. It's still unclear will that, when that will be released. It's stunning. Uh, I mean, it, it really is amazing what, what has happened here. The bottom line is that there was no administrative preparation for this announcement, and it's a massive task. 35 million people, are going to have to be verified as to their income and then undergo an application process to get this loan forgiveness. Now, at the same time, uh, you know that there has been a student loan moratorium going on for quite some time during COVID. They didn't want students to be burdened with paying their student loans back. And so there was a government moratorium on those payments. Well, that suspends in January. Okay, that suspends in January. We are largely past COVID. Uh, We we now know how to handle it. We know how to handle it in our society. Yes, there are still deaths. Yes, we're still dealing with uh, the incursion of monkeypox and what have you, which is a fairly select uh, group of people in the U.S. Uh, But for the most part, we are past COVID. That's why we're not wearing masks on planes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know this. Well, so in January, the moratorium suspends. What does that mean? That means that there's a clock ticking. That the people, the, the, the millions, the tens of millions of people who are going to benefit from this, if it actually happens, are eager to get themselves certified as making less than $125,000 and, and apply for this loan forgiveness between now and January. And there's been no preparation. There's been no systemic preparation. His administration was not Prepared. There's no instruction on how to apply. Uh, there, there, there's no information. Uh, it, it, it really is stunning. And so you have a program that is of political benefit. But the Biden administration didn't do the serious work that has to be done for this to actually happen. What should happen? What a good leader should do is you have a plan. You tell your people you want you want to have be able to execute this within whatever six weeks or what have you. Um, basically, it's like Kennedy saying we're going to the moon by the end of the decade. Get it done. Um, and when you make the announcement, it's not just hot air, but you can tell all these students go to student gov go. go to studentaid.gov. Go to this website. We'll have this opened up on a certain date. We're ready for you. We're prepared. We've done the work. We're going to get this done. We're going to get it done by the end of the year. That's statesmanship. That's leadership. And that's not what Joe Biden did. So my point is not just to beat on Joe Biden, whom I think we all know as a politician, and a lot of this in his head was about the midterm elections. It's quite possible uh, this student loan forgiveness plan is not even going to happen. It could just get ground down in the bureaucracy. It could be rescinded. Um, it's possible that 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 a GOP t- flipping of a house in the Senate uh, could shut it down. Um, there was just no prep. There was no serious governance on the part of the Biden administration. But I wanna say as I end this podcast that I believe this is a noble cause, not so much the forgiveness of $10,000 per student, which is something but not very significant given the scale of student debt in America. I believe this this industry needs to end. I believe this mafia-like conspiracy against the young and their parents needs to end. I believe uh, that this is an evil and it's destroying lives and it's a burden on the next generation. And it, it by the way, it, it, it really has almost a RICO, racketeering influence corrupt organization, uh, kind of a, a legal violation status in the collusion between universities and, and lending agencies. The whole thing is corrupt and needs to end. So I'm with all of that. My problem with Mr. Biden is not that he's talking about this issue, it's that he's not serious in what he's proposing. What he wanted to do was win midterm elections. What he didn't want to do is liberate the next generation. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times best-selling author, a popular global speaker, and senior fellow for public leadership at Palm Beach Atlantic University. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and Lincoln's Battle with God. Learn more at stephenmansfield.tv.